Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the twelfth chapter. And one of the scribes came up and heard them disputing with one another, and seeing that Jesus answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is the most important of all? Jesus answered, The most important is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said to him, You are right, teacher. You have truly said that he is one, and there is no other besides him. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself is much more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. And as Jesus taught in the temple, he said, How can the scribes say that the Christ is the Son of David? David himself in the Holy Spirit declared, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. So how is he his son? And the great throng heard him gladly. And in his teaching he said, Beware of the scribes, who like to walk around in long robes and like greetings in the marketplaces, and have the best seats in the synagogues and the places of honor at feasts, who devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. They will receive the greater condemnation. And he sat down opposite the treasury and watched the people putting money into the offering box. Many rich people put in large sums. And a poor widow came and put in two small copper coins which make a penny. And he called his disciples to him and said to them, Truly I say to you, this poor widow has put in more than all those who are contributing to the offering box. For they all contributed out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, has put in everything she had all she had to live on. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor David Schmidt. In the name of Jesus, amen. I have been on both sides of the classroom. I've been a student and I've taught confirmation classes. Having been both a student and a teacher, I can tell you there are six words that every teacher hates. Those six words are, Will this be on the test? Teachers hate that question because implicit in that question is what are you telling us that we can ignore? What are the things you have been teaching that are not important? A student wants to know the bare minimum to study and still satisfy the requirements of the test. And this is how we often relate to the law of God. What is the minimum I can do and still be okay? And it's that kind of relationship with the law that leads to a question that is posed to Jesus in Mark chapter 12, starting at verse 28. A scribe asked Jesus, What commandment is the most important of all? You see, the scribes and the Pharisees were very concerned with the law, and they had distinguished 613 laws in the Old Testament. 
You thought Ten Commandments were hard enough. Imagine trying to follow 613. Some laws they considered to be more important than others. The Pharisees were very practical. They knew 613 laws were a bit much, so they wanted to know which laws were more important. So the, this teacher asked Jesus, essentially, what is the bare minimum? Give us the basics that we really have to obey. Help us to whittle down the law into something doable, achievable, and fulfillable. Give us some principles we can apply to the law so that we can maintain a, a right relationship with God. Tell us what we need to know. When we operate under the law, we ask similar questions. We think to ourselves, how often do I have to go to church? How often should I be in God's Word? How much money do I have to give to the church? Our motivation for keeping the law becomes one of two things, pride or fear. Pride because we think we can actually keep the law, or fear of being punished if we don't keep it. If your motivation for obedience to the law is fear or pride, then you don't love God, you're using Him. So what's Jesus' answer to the question? What is the greatest commandment? Jesus says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and all your strength. And the second is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There are no other commandments greater than these. The Pharisees were so concerned about externally following the law that they separated the law from its source, from love. And Jesus doesn't ease the requirements of the law. He, he actually raises the bar. He says, we are, so, we are to love God with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, and all our strength. This cannot be achieved by outward obedience. And it points to the real problem. Our hearts are fallen. Our souls are fallen, our minds are fallen, and we are weak. And then to make matters worse, he connects love of God with love of neighbor. It is impossible, according to Jesus, to love God and not love your neighbor. Jesus doesn't whittle the law down into something doable. He makes it impossible. Jesus says the motivation for keeping the law is love. Love for God that spills out into love for neighbor. If you are motivated by love, then you don't ask how often you have to go to church. You just want to go to church. You don't ask how often you need to be in God's Word. You just want to read God's Word. You don't ask how much you have to give. You just want to be generous. You see, love has no agenda. It's not trying to get anything in return for what you do. And the only way to be freed from pride and fear, to truly love, is to see love and to experience love. And Jesus is the only person to ever love the Lord with all his heart, soul, mind, and strength. And he was the only person who ever truly loved his neighbor as himself. Because on the cross, in loving obedience to the Father, Jesus died for you and for me. He died so that we would have a relationship with his Father. He forgives our moral failure and our inability to follow God's law. And he gives us a new motivation. We can truly love because we have been shown love. We are now motivated by love because our relationship with God the Father is secure. Our love toward God and others doesn't save us. It flows from the salvation that God gives us. Because God first loved us in Jesus Christ, we can truly love. Our relationship to the law is one of gratitude. God loves us and he forgives us and he gives us his law because that is what it looks like to be his people and to live in his kingdom. No more pride, no more fear. Because of Jesus, we can now love God and we can love our neighbor. May we do this for Jesus' sake. Amen.